give you glory in this place. Touch every life, every heart, every mind. In the name of Jesus. That we all leave here better than we came simply because of the power and authority of your word. Thank you, Father, because you are an unstoppable God. We come to you right now just to say thank you. Bless your name for this word today. We give you glory right now. Thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you would give us your word. Because there's power in your word. There's transformation in your word. There's deliverance in your word. We thank you right now for the peace in your word. Touch this place tonight. Touch this place right now. All day long, just touch right now in the hearts of these, your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Let the church say amen. Somebody give God a hand praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hey, let's give the men a hand. Didn't they sing wonderfully? Amen. God is so good, and we thank God for all of you being here today. Amen. There's a word from the Lord in this place. Amen. I don't plan to be before you long, but it's just a little package, just a little tweet I want to put out to you. And I believe it's going to change your battle rhythm. I believe it's going to change your, your approach and transform your strategy. In the name of Jesus, I give honor to God today, who is my life, certainly my health and my strength. Thank God for all of our clergy today, and sister pastors, associate pastors, our deacons. Amen. I bless God for all of you in a special way. Amen. And certainly my wife, amen, just wave your little hand. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And all of this congregation, I bless God for all of you and those that came back to see us and to visit us and certainly everybody here today. Amen. I see my sister here today. God bless you. Amen. Good to see you always. And all of you here today, I bless God for you. Amen. And certainly uh, it is my prayer, amen, that you leave here today better than you came. Amen. And I believe that bottom of my heart this day. Amen. I thank God for my deacons. I want my deacons just wave your hand. All, your, all my deacons. Amen. Deacon Davis, Deacon Martin, Deacon Weir, Amen. Deacon Ellis, Deacon Griffin. Amen. Thank God for all of you. Amen. Amen. I believe I missed somebody. Did I miss one? Amen. Brother Pedro, amen. Where, where is he? There he is back there on the back on the door. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. We thank God. I knew there was one, one there missing because I thank God for all of you all and, and certainly everything that everybody does behind the scenes in this church. There's a word from the Lord today in Ephesians chapter 6. I want you to get your Bibles. Verse 10 through 18. And we are certainly in prayer 
Amen. For the Steve and Bauer Bank family. Amen. Because God knows. He knows where that father is right now. And anytime there's a situation where you 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 don't know, you just leave it up to want someone who does. That's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, it reminds me of those right now that have loved ones missing on that plane. It might be a mystery to us, but God knows what happened. He knows where the plane is. He knows where every soul is right now. That's why I thank God, amen, that we serve a mighty God like we do that can do anything but fail. Amen, somebody. Man right now is trying to predict, and if you've been following some of it on the television, everybody has their prediction about where the plane might be, what direction it took, how long the fuel that was in it could carry the plane, if there might be airports in that area that we don't know about, who would, who would have done this? Sometimes you just have to cut to the chase and say, God, we give it to you. Amen, somebody. He knows. He knows. There's a word from the Lord. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 through 18. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always, praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Let the church say, Amen. I want you to take a look at verse 10 and 11. It says, Finally, finally my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
I want you to look at your neighbor, and this is my, my topic for today, but I just want to exegete, pull out some things out of this text today, but look at them and tell them this, and just look at them and say, get your fight back. Tell two more people, say, get your fight back. Good God Almighty. You may be, be seated. Amen. I, I tell you right now. Somebody ought to get happy right there. Somebody need Tell your neighbor I needed that. If we didn't say no more right there, somebody had been pushed right now. My God, my God. Get your fight back. Now, I want to embark upon a journey today that I, I want you to please just stay focused on this uh, because it's going to help somebody tremendously. Uh, now, and not because it's me, but because it's the Word of God. Now, now listen, uh, one thing I want you to understand is this, and I'm almost done, but it says too often, listen to me now, too often we're guilty of fighting the wrong foe. We're guilty of fighting the wrong foe. We will get at odds with our fellow believers of the people. But we have to understand this simple thing here. The real enemy is the devil himself. Hello, somebody. He is a master at sowing seeds of discord between the brethren. He, he, he has mastered that. And we have to understand the strategy that he is using. Remember this, our fight is a spiritual battle. Tell your neighbor, it's a spiritual battle. Now, if we begin to talk about the nature of the enemy that we're fighting, he's a shrewd enemy. And you have to understand this enemy, it, it talks about the wiles of the devil. And when we, we see that, when it talks about the wiles of the devil, I want you to understand that when we say wiles of the devil, that comes from the English word a method. All of the methods that he uses against the people of God. It refers to his craftiness, his tactics, his trickery, the wiles of the devil. The enemy is trying to run plays on you all the time, every day. And so we have to understand this. Ephesians 4 and 14 puts it this way. It translates it that he lies in wait for us. In other words, it gives the image of a hunter that is, dis is disguised to capture his prey. He comes disguised in all types of ways, amen, to trick the people of God so he can capture his prey, so he can get you in a bind. And so we have to understand that Satan will pull out all of the stops to get to you. So you have to understand that even when we go in this battle, make sure you're fighting against the right one. Hello, somebody. Because he is a spiritual enemy. And that's why the Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Who is it that got you mad? God will use people. To get you upset. And you'll be upset at them over something that he did. And so we have to understand, amen, when we're getting back in the fight, when you're getting your fight back, if you're fighting against people, you're already out of the fight. Because he has gotten you off 
of the real fight. He's gotten you off of the real battle that should be going on. Hello, somebody. So it says we wrestle. Not against flesh and blood. And when you say wrestle, wrestle simply means hand-to-hand combat. In other words, it's a close quarters fight. Because the enemy is trying to whisper things in our mind at all times to get us off track. That's why sometimes you'll talk to somebody and then you ask them why they might be upset or be at odds with you. And they'll say something to you that you never even said. Because it's the enemy had put things in the mind and the heart of people to have them thinking something that's not even the issue. Sometimes that thing that that person is thinking that have all, that, that, that is at odds at you, you never said it. Don't know nothing about it. It never happened. Oh, come on, somebody. But the enemy comes at you and he's got you fighting the wrong. Oh, my God. The wrong foe. Who are you mad at right now? Who did you let tick you off right now? Who did you let pull you away from your call, from your ministry, from what God has called you from? Who have you called that to allow you to have a bad attitude? Come on, somebody. Ooh, can I walk and talk it if I feel like it? Amen. See, Paul is letting us know that this is definitely a serious fight that we're in. It is a serious fight. The devil many times worked through people, and he started fighting you through people. And you don't understand what's going on because if he knows if he can get you fighting against your brother, then you can't touch and agree. Amen, somebody. If I'm fighting against my wife, if I'm fighting against Elder Frazier, if I'm fighting against, against Deacon uh, right here, when me and Deacon Davis is fighting against one another, then it's, it's nearly impossible for us to touch and agree on something. If I'm fighting against Brother Jennings, then I'm going to say, well, let's come in together and touch on that. We're not even on one accord. So it's one of Satan's most effective strategies is to get you fighting against the wrong foe. Oh, my God. Look at your neighbor and say, get your fight back. Get, get your fight back. Oh, my God. Because the real battle is a spiritual battle. It's on a spiritual level. Hello, somebody. Never attack people. Let me tell you again, never attack people. Amen, somebody. When Jesus walked up on the demoniac, he didn't start beating them down. He didn't jump on. He immediately attacked the problem. He attacked the demons that were within him. He called them out and freed the man. Hello, somebody. And you have to understand, we can't fight the enemy without God on the inside. You got to understand that the sons of Sceva thought they were going to be able to fight a, a man that had demons in him with their own wits and with their own strategies. Amen. And it said the man in which had the demons in him jumped on all of them and beat them. One man. Hello, somebody. 
He jumped on them and be, because they did not have the power. They did not have what it takes. Amen. But when we come and we got Christ on the inside, and I touch and agree with Deacon Martin, I touch and agree with Deacon Davis. Amen. Now we can come. One can chase a thousand, but if I get them to ride shotgun with me, two can chase 10,000. Amen, somebody. Anybody been chasing anything lately? Oh, my God. And so we got to understand, amen, there's a strategy to the fight. And so you got to understand our battle is with an unseen army of spiritual enemies led by Satan himself. That person on your job that's got you upset and mad, amen, that's just a tool that Satan's using. That person in your family, amen, that got you with your lip poked out, that's just a tool that Satan is using. That person that cut you off this morning and, and gave you the bird, flipped it to you, amen, and got you mad, and you almost had a road rage, that's just somebody that the enemy's using. Who are you allowing the enemy to use to take you out of your battle rhythm? Because Satan knows as long as you're fighting them, he don't have to worry about you fighting him. Amen, somebody. Touch your neighbor and say, get your fight back. Get your fight back. See, see, you, 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 see if, you, if you're fighting the wrong person, you're already out of the fight. You're already out of the game. And Satan just over there with just whistling, just looking at the fight. Amen. Because he got you fighting against somebody. Who are you fighting against? Amen. That's got you off track. You're supposed to be fighting again. See, you got to understand, this is a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Amen. We wrestle against a horde of demons that are well organized, well put together operating machine. But you got to understand, through Christ we can defeat them. Through Christ we can take them out. Through Christ, oh, come on somebody. We can take them out in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout glory in here. I want the fighters to shout glory. I want the soldiers to say something. I want those that got that do something to say something. I want those that are fighting to say something. Somebody give God some glory in this house. I want to see the warriors. I want to see those that are ready to touch and agree. Amen. Come on, somebody. I'm not talking about wonder twin power activate. I'm talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. High five somebody say, let's fight them. Let's fight them. You see that thing wrapped around those gloves? That's the anointing. Come on, somebody. And anytime you hit the enemy with the anointing, amen, you're going to knock him out. Look at your neighbor and say, like they say in the country, knock him out, John. Amen. Somebody shout glory in this house. Woo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody in the house. Oh, amen. When Jesus... When he went out into the wilderness, he said he was spirit-led out there. Amen. God led him out to the wilderness to fight. Amen. And, and how, what did he fight with? He didn't go out there and get in trouble. He fought with the word. Amen. He put the dukes up with the word. Amen. To start hitting the enemy with scripture. Amen. In fact, they hit him three times upside the head. And he said, then the enemy left. How many of y'all know the enemy can't handle the word? Oh, he can't handle the word. I said he can't handle the word. You put the word on it. Amen, somebody. Woo, my God, I'm about to get ahead of myself, but God is good anyway. See, many of us are tired right now, and we've gotten out of the fight. 
because, you know, oh my God, because Satan has got us tired because when you're fighting someone else, amen, that's the spiritual rope-a-dope. I'm going to give y'all something new today. That's the spiritual rope-a-dope. Y'all remember Muhammad Ali made famous the rope-a-dope. Why did he use the rope-a-dope? See, you right there. He tired them out. Satan is tiring you out fighting your brother, fighting your sister. You, they, they, it's just like this right here. You, you, you mad at them. You mad at them. You about to quit church. You don't call them no more. Oh, you upset. You just, and, and you wearing yourself out. At, at night, you dreaming about them and taking your donut. And you just, all the, you just mad. And, and you're just, just wearing yourself out. And he's just sitting over there. Letting you wear yourself out. Mad with your brother and your sister. And you said, I, we, I, we just can't get along. They just said something that offended me. Oh, they did some things, and I tell you what, they, it just got me hot. I couldn't believe. They said, not one time did you mention, this is the devil. Not one time did you mention, this is a demon. Not one time did you mention, this is a setup from hell. Oh, come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor, tell them, say, you better recognize you, you better recognize. Think of all of the casualties. All the folk that left churches all over this city because somebody said something to them or looked at them funny and they ended up being a casualty. Satan set up the play, set up the, oh my God, set up the strategy and, and the strategy and they left their posts and never realizing that it was never the person they were mad with. Boy, you better preach. Go ahead on right now. Somebody high-five somebody say, show you right. You've been wearing yourself out for years fighting the wrong person. You and your cousin Ray Ray don't even speak no more. And it's been the devil the whole time. Sometimes you, have to call, sometimes you have to run a counterplay and call them and say, look, I know we haven't spoke in a long time, but you know, I heard a word the other day, and it let me know that you know what? You know, I know you might be still mad with me, but you know what? This is the devil. This is the enemy. And none of us recognize it, and we've been living beneath our privileges for years, mad with one another, won't speak, and all this kind of stuff, won't come to your party, you won't come to my party, all this kind of stuff, and it's been the devil the whole time that set us up. But I come to tell you today, the devil is a liar, amen, I will speak to you, I will love you, I will show you the love of God, amen, oh my God, somebody shout glory up in here. My God, my God, somebody need to put their hands together for our Lord and Savior. I'm helping somebody. Somebody's being freed. Amen. Even on you stream, somebody is being freed right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And, and all of a sudden, when you, when you hear this word today, all of a sudden that person you've been mad with or been mad with you or somebody on you stream, look, all of a sudden look, that little thing pop over the head and say, you fool. You've been a fool all these years. 
mad with something. And the thing about it, he have you mad with something that happened years ago that you can't even change. You can't even change. It's, it's in your past. You mad. Well, why you mad, shit? Well, well, you know, uh, years ago, you know, they knew there was only one cookie left, and I asked for that one cookie, and they took that cookie, and I came back, and I knew he took that cookie. I said, I ain't going to speak to him no more over a cookie. You've been mad for years. Even you see him walking to church, you be praising God. They stopped your praise just now. I ain't even going to praise it right now. That joker done came up in here. And it's the enemy all the time. The enemy has stopped your praise. Amen. And you don't even recognize, amen, what happened. Amen, somebody. No doubt when they find this missing plane and find out what happened, you know, because sometimes we think we're so smart. And we're going to, you know, you're going to hear folks say, how do we miss it? Because we're so busy trying to fix it ourselves. We're so busy trying to get in there and do it ourselves. Two thoughts I want to give you. Here's the, here's the thing, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to bring it to a close in a little bit. Here's the issue. Two thoughts. One of the thoughts that we usually have is we overestimate the enemy. Then the other one is we underestimate the enemy. Some of us jump in there, and we, when we do find out, we'll start talking junk. Oh, come on, I'll take you out. Come on, let the devil just come on one time. You know, oh, let him do it. You, you got to understand, you can't. See, that's what happened to the sons of Sceva. They jumped in there. They said, oh, we can take him. We just, we just say what Paul said and, we just, and went in there and got beat down. You got to understand that the enemy that we fight does have a level of power, and without God, without the Holy Spirit, is way more than you got. It's way more than you have. You cannot even begin to deal with him without the Holy Ghost, without God on the inside. We underestimate him. Oh, that movie won't hurt. Oh, I go on and see the exorcist. Oh, that he had just turned around and everything. You know, that'd be, it'd be, I know you won't be able to sleep tonight, but in about two or three months, you'll be all right. Oh, go on, just a little drink won't hurt. Go on and, you know, that, that, no, we ain't not even worried about that. Don't even worry about folk trying to judge you. Just go ahead on. Just, you know, don't even worry about what the word says. You'll be okay. Just repent and go ahead. You know, we, why, why we underestimate the enemy. And then on the other hand, the next school of thought is that we overestimate the enemy. Sometimes we call out the name of Satan. But how many of y'all know that Satan is not everywhere? Satan is one fallen angel. And sometimes we start talking to him and he's nowhere around. You got to understand that he, that he is not everywhere. But what he does, he sends his demons out. He's not omnipresent. He's not all-powerful. He has nowhere, not even close, to the power of our Lord and Savior. In fact, he's just a little busboy. And you got to understand, he's not all-knowing. The only time we, that he, he knows what your plan is is when you say it. 
You can be, you can be really frustrated on the inside, but when you, you walk around, hey, how you doing? Hey, bless God. He never know it. But God knows your thoughts. He said, I know you're frustrated, but keep on smiling. I'm getting ready to come through for you. Whoa, come on, somebody. Whoa, ain't it good? Amen. Sometimes you have to smile when you don't feel like, amen, because the enemy, if he sees it's working, if he sees it's breaking you down, amen, he'll try to come down and come down on you again. That's why the Bible says, if you resist him, what? He'll flee from you. Amen. And so you got to understand the strategy of resisting. That's why sometimes when you don't even feel good, just smile. Somebody on your job make you mad, let me know one of your employees make you mad, just keep on smiling. See, that's why the enemy don't know what to do. They still smiling. Well, I'll tell you what, they had a flat tire, you know, I had a nail down there, they still smiling. Had somebody to flick them off in traffic, cuss them out, they still smiling. I was riding with somebody the other day. And, 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 and they stopped, Brother Jennings, they, we stopped there. And when we stopped, I got out, and I, walk, and I saw somebody walk by me. But I didn't pay any attention. I got, and I stepped up on the sidewalk. And I was, next thing you know, the, the person that I was riding with, D, somebody walked up to them and was cussing them out, just letting them hold it. You're so-and-so. You cut me off back there. You're so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I mean, he was going off. And, 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 you know, and I stood on the sidewalk. I said, oh, my, something jumped off. I said, what's going on? And I looked over there, and, and, I, and I said, what, what's he going to do? You know, because I, I, I said, this might get out of hand. And he just looked at him and said, are you the police? Nobody, okay, you're not the police. You drove off. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> Amen. You got no, sometimes just got to move on. Amen, somebody. Don't let the enemy upset you because you got to realize that person is being used at that time by the enemy. And it's designed to get you upset early in the morning. Come on, somebody. Amen. Just look at your neighbor and just smile. Just practice right now. Just smile. Because sometimes the saints, amen, we had that look on our face. You know, that holy look like you smell something. But just look at, just smile. Just look at your neighbor and just smile at him. Amen. Just smile. Brother Harris, just look over there at Brother Gray and just smile at him. Just smile at him. Tell him you got a sharp vest on and stuff. Amen. So you got to know how to defeat the enemy. Look at your neighbor and say, get back in the fight. You got to get back in the fight. My God, where you been? Got to get back in the fight. And so you got to understand. You got to, you see, David almost fell out of fight. That's why David had to encourage himself. Amen. He was about to fall out of the fight. He was about to get out of the fight. Asaph almost got out of the fight. He said, I was about to throw in the towel because I saw everybody else that wasn't serving God like I'm serving. Looked like they were just blessed and everything. But then I went into the house of the Lord. That's the good thing about coming to the house of the Lord. He said, I went to the house of the Lord and I understood that they're in. I understood that God is the judge and he's a just Oh, my God. He's a just God. Amen. Just because you're serving God and somebody look like they're having a good day and they just drinking and having a party, don't let it fool you. Come on, somebody. There will be a day of reckoning. There will be a day that God will say, good and faithful servant, come on in. Good God Almighty. Somebody praise God up in here. My God, my God. There will be a day of reckoning.
Don't let just because somebody looks like they got it going on, don't let the enemy fool you. Because the enemy will show you folks out there look like they just doing anything they want to do. And all things that they get just getting promoted, they lying, they getting promoted, they drinking, they know everything going good. Amen. You going to church, they got that, they got that boat behind the car. Oh, they getting ready to go to the lake. Amen. Say, Lord, look, what's going on I got up early. I was already tired to go to church. And this joke up there looking like he getting ready to build on the his house. Amen. Look like he getting bled. What's going on? Don't let the, oh my God. Woo! My, don't let that fool you. God is faithful. God is faithful. He will reward those that diligently seek him. God is faithful. Don't let the enemy fool you. Don't let the enemy hijack your plan. Don't let the enemy hijack your spot. Don't let the enemy cause you to bow your head down. Don't let it keep your head up. Keep walking straight. Keep on walking. Keep on praising. Keep on giving God the glory. High five to somebody and tell them, say, keep on moving. Woo! Woo! Y'all give me some shout music. I'm Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I refuse to let the devil hijack my blessing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's why it's good, good to come to church. Well, you understand what the end gonna be. God already said in his word, he said, already had your end laid out. And then the brother told you when he read the scripture, he said, we already know in the end we got victory. Somebody shout victory. Woo! Somebody praise him in this house. Somebody help her praise him. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. My God, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is blessing this place from the front all the way back to the door. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, this is why God sent you here this morning. This is why God sent you here. Somebody about to let the enemy hijack your plan. Oh, don't let him hijack your stuff. Oh! Don't let him hijack your marriage. Don't let him hijack your family. Don't let him hijack your, oh my God. Don't let him hijack your anointing. Don't let him hijack your call. God called you to do this. He called you to, he anointed you to do. Don't let the enemy hijack you. Don't let the enemy hijack your children. Enemy trying to take some of y'all out. You just like, you just not like driving mistakes and just going on. You know you're going into a setup. Look at your neighbor and say, you better watch out. It might be a setup. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Don't let him hijack this thing. How many of y'all say, I've been, I've been working on this for a long time, and the I ain't going to let the devil, oh my God. All I had to come, all them hills and valleys and all that stuff I had to come, and I'm not letting come this far to let the devil hijack this thing. It wasn't pretty, it wasn't roses all the time, but I didn't come this far to let the enemy hijack it. Some of y'all about to get hijacked if you don't look at this word and live it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody give him a praise again up in this house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some of y'all got tears rolling down your face, but see, see the folk beside you don't know what that tear means. That tear, and that tear got a lot of stuff. Hey, come on, somebody. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. You got to understand, this is a real battle. This is not the playground. You know, you know uh-uh, no, uh-uh. this is a fight. The fight is on. You, not, you got to recognize you are in a fight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If it don't look like God, if it don't smell like God, if it don't talk like God, oh, come on, somebody. If it's missing one thing that God, see, the enemy only needs to get one foot in the door. Only thing he needs you to overlook one thing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. See, you got to understand the enemy's playing for keeps. He come to steal, to kill, and to destroy Thank you, Lord. I'm about to finish preaching this later on. Amen. I'm not even going to get to my points. I'm going to stay on this one. You got to understand he plays for keeps. You better get back in the fight. Get your fight back. Get your fight back. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And thank God for the people that's telling you truth. Amen, somebody. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank God for the ones that, that, that God sent along beside you to war with you, to touch and agree with you. Amen. To tell you it's going to be all right. To tell you we're going to touch and agree. We're gonna, sometimes you have to get up early in the morning, 5 o'clock, and get on your knees. Amen. Because that, see, you got to understand, that's the war room. That's the battle room right there. When you get in your prayer, that's the spiritual war room. One of the greatest mistakes that we can make is stop praying. Because that's the battle room. That's the war room. That's where we get our communication. You got to understand there's no army that is equipped like the children of God. No army is equipped with that. We have capability that is beyond limitation through Christ. Amen. We can hit you. You will never see it come. Oh, come on, somebody. We can hit you. You will never see it come. God come in there and knock this. And all of a sudden, you don't even know what happened. All of a sudden, you've been saying, all I know is I, 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 I don't know what happened, but I'm going to give him the loan. I don't know what happened, but I'm going to give her the job. I, I don't know what happened, but I'm gonna just going to write the check and give it to him. I don't even know. God can hit you so hard, you don't even know how you've been hit. You don't even know what happened. Good God of mine. You go in that throne room, go in that battle room, and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you to move right now. He'll shift things. And then one thing, and then when you finish praying, just, go, just stand up and throw your hands up and say, Lord, I thank you for doing it right now. I thank you for moving right now. Good God Almighty. But now that you know I've been fighting against the wrong foe, 
Now I want you to turn to, to crank it and turn your guns. Look at your neighbor and say, turn your guns. Turn your guns against Satan, against the real enemy, and start shooting him with word. Oh, come on, somebody. Jesus showed us how to do it. Amen. He laid that word on him. He laid the hammer on him. He was sitting there just shooting him. Amen. With that word. And when he shot him with that word, all of a sudden the enemy had to back away. You got to understand, the, the enemy cannot handle the word of God. He can't handle it. He, he, can't, he, got, he has to back up. You know why I can't handle it? Because the word is God. And anytime you start quoting the word to him, God steps up in front of him. And he, and he has to back down because the word is God. It's a living word. Good God Almighty. See, you got to understand the enemy don't want us to come together. He, he don't want us to be regimented. See, you got to understand the enemy's kingdom is regimented. They stand together. You know, those, 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 those thousands of demons that were in that one man, the demoniac, they all stood together. Amen. And they stood there and they fought together. Nowhere in the word of God where, where you find another demon fighting another demon because they stand together. But one thing they understand, if we stand together, they can't, they can't stop us. We can, we're undefeated when we stand together. Amen, somebody. Amen. That's why he wants you arguing up and arguing against your brother, arguing against your sister, mad with them because now you can't touch and agree. Now you can't come together. Now you can only chase a thousand by yourself. And if they if they send a thousand and one, that one will take you out. But if I can get my brother and my sister, oh come on somebody, to come and stand with me and fight with me and stand touch and agree. Good God Almighty, the enemy cannot stand before me. Good God Almighty, look at the enemy's plan. Look at his plan. The things that he's trying to do. I'm going to tell you what, just look back on this past week and connect the dots and see who you got mad with, where you got upset, what ticked you off, and all that. And you'll see his plan. He said, My God, there's some folk that you're mad with that's not even mad with you. They're going on smiling, still speaking, still speaking. You mad. You got to understand the enemy used them. He'll use anybody he wanted you. He'll use your cousin. He'll use your mama. Amen. But you got to understand this is the enemy. And I refuse to fight against my sister. I refuse to fight against my brother. See, let me tell you something. After this sermon today, guess what? You're going to go out there and you can still probably name a few folks that's mad with you. A few folks that don't care to hang around you no more. A few folks that don't call you no more. But now that you know the real deal, all you got to do is love. So that's why we talked about love last Sunday. If you weren't here, just get, the, just get the DVD, just get the CD. But we talked about love because that's what you got to have first. You can love the devil out of somebody. But then when, while you're loving, it mean, you got to now know who to fight. Your fight is not with your neighbor. Your fight is not with your cousin. Your fight is not with Aunt, Aunt Rudy May. 
Your fight is not with your boss, not with your coworker. Well, they said, I, I know they said it. But you got to understand, when, when a person is not saved, Satan controls them. Demons can control them. They can whisper things to you. Whisper things. I, I've, I've, I've had meetings. I've had things that go on. And, 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 and somebody come back and say, you said this, you said that. I said, what meeting were you in? Because the enemy will put things in your mind. That's why you got to be careful. See, if I were to preach anymore, I'd, I, I, I would talk about the helmet of salvation. Because that helmet is supposed to guard your mind. That's what salvation is. It transforms. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, you, 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 it, that this, it talks about being transformed by what? The renewing of what? Your mind. Because enemy know if you get that, if he gets that, if he gets you thinking, if he gets you processing, he have you mad at somebody that loves you. I got to quit. I got. I can't even finish this today. Amen. Cause I want y'all to. I want y'all to come back next Sunday, and I might preach the rest of it. <laughs> Amen. Somebody, give God a hand. Praise him here. Everyone standing. Everyone standing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want the elders to come right now. And all those, amen, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter your status, doesn't matter you sitting in the back or you sitting in the front. All those that have made their mind up, I'm getting my fight back today. I want you to come out of those aisles right now. Come right on. I see you already coming. Come on down right now. So I'm getting, oh, yeah, I'm saving everything. Amen. But I'm getting my fight back. I see where that joker had me tripped up. He had me fooled. He had me mad with some folk. Amen. And it was him all the time. Amen. I'm getting my fight back. Amen. Come on, evangelist. Come on. Thank you, Lord. I'm getting my fight back today.